0: Does being fit mean to you? It's no surprise to anyone at this point that Bar Saiso is my favorite bar in OTR. It is a deep form of my self-care to post up with a glass of wine on a Thursday night or a spritz on a Sunday. If you haven't been there yet, you've definitely seen the cute patio and the cozy bar on my Instagram stories. But did you know about the other beautiful spaces that are only available for private events? Pay attention because this is perfect for the holiday season coming up. Let me give you a rundown on the spaces they have available for you to rent. Upstairs above Say So is called 1208 Room. There's a gorgeous, sophisticated room with a grand pool table, Sonos speakers, two TVs, and also a room with the most incredible couch and library you've ever seen in your life. This space could be perfect for special events, photo shoots, birthday parties, holiday parties. Then there's also the Carriage House, which is right next to Say So. It has a full kitchen, living room, stunning bathroom, and easy access to the patio and private access to Sorolina Saiso's wine shop. With all the spaces, a dedicated cocktail server will bring Saiso to you, or customized beverage packages are available if you want a stocked fridge, batched cocktails like their amazing margaritas, or bottle service. Listen, don't take my word for it. Go check out their Instagram at Bar underscore say so to see the spaces for yourself what the fit listeners will get a free bottle of sparkling wine mention what the fit when you book for more info on throwing the chicest party or event that your friends have ever been to email chris that's chris at barsayso.com oh and invite me My guest today is an entrepreneur and co-founder of Revitalize, a weight loss plan that identifies your nutritional needs, fixes your metabolism, and helps you maintain a healthier lifestyle. He has two board certifications in nutrition, is a former competitive rugby player, and here to talk about the new book he's co-authored, Fear No Food. Packed with inspirational stories, this book helps you target imbalances so you can normalize your metabolism and make it work for you. Please welcome Dan Lemoyne. Hello, Dan.
1: Hi. So great to be with you.
0: I know. Welcome all the way from Phoenix, Arizona.
1: Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, it's great this time of year. I was going to say,
0: I bet you're having incredible weather right now.
1: Yeah, we've been doing a little bit of travel, and we're always like, "Why are we traveling in the fall when it is just like we've waited all summer for it to be just nice here?" What it, so?
0: What 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 are like temps like?
1: Right now, like like mid to low eighties, but it's a dry heat, so it's really yeah, nice. Yeah, so it's and so nice, nice and kind of chilly in the evenings, like you know, high forties into the fifties.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, you understand my plight right now, being in Cincinnati. You're originally from Ohio, so you get it. We've I get got it. like impending winter mm-hmm. upon us
1: and it's not even the winter it's just the gray
0: it's it's gray yeah it's i mean i i know the sun is obviously like setting early for you too but when it's cold and dark
1: mm-hmm. it's hard to get through i lived in scotland for a time and oh. uh and it was like so magical living in edinburgh but then in the winter time it like got dark at like 4 30 and it was just misty and gray which is kind of nice like a one-off but every yeah. day you're just like I'm I'm depressed
0: yeah no for <laughs> sure for sure it's been interesting because like today I think we had a high of like 66 which is nuts yeah. but it, every every warm day we have in November I'm like we're gonna pay for it I know it like yeah. March yeah. April it's gonna be like 30s like not everything comes with a price
1: that's it, so true yeah. no good old Midwest don't, don't know, miss right? that
0: Yes, no, you shouldn't. Well, I'm really excited to chat about this book. And first of all, congratulations on writing a book. Like, I, I can't even imagine. It's a, such an accomplishment.
1: It feels crazy. And it was just, it was such a, it was about an 18 month process. Oh, and wow. uh, sometimes you're like, is this ever going to see the light of day? So when yeah. it finally kind of launched and we saw kind of the initial success that we had in those first weeks, it was just so almost like surreal.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. I can imagine. I can imagine. We'll get into it. But just first quick backstory how we're connected. So you played rugby with Ryan at Miami. So we've, we've known each other for a bit, but you've been like off living in the Dominican Republic and now Arizona. Um, but we did get a chance to pay a little visit to you and your lovely wife, Danae, back in April. And you shared such amazing, valuable information on the incredible plants that I took about 70,000 pictures of. (laughs) Like, I look back at my phone. It's just like cactus, cactus, weird plant, (laughs) weird flower. Yoga pose, cactus, cactus. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, that was, was, I I, I love to be able to get to see you guys. And you have such a good spot. And I'm really, really jealous of you living in Arizona. It was one of my favorite places I've ever been.
1: It's a great, it is a great, if you haven't been, everybody's like, oh, it's got to be so hot. It's so worth it. It's so nice oh, here. Oh, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm, okay, so yeah, we went in April, which that was a nice time to go because it was really just mm-hmm. like 80s. It was not too hot at all.
1: Yeah, that's right before it starts to turn.
0: Right, right, right mm-hmm. before. Okay, let's dive into this book, Fear No Food, the last weight loss program you'll ever need. This is our bold statement, Dan. <laughs>
1: i know (laughs) line in the sand
0: (laughs) (laughs) so what made you want to write this book in the first place like why were you called to do this work
1: yeah you know it's really just we feel like it was an extension of the work that we were already doing in our Mm -hmm. uh, clinics we have a clinic in cleveland and then we have uh, two clinics here in arizona with more opening hopefully in the years to come um, and I think a lot of times people will write a book, and then they build a coaching practice on that, or they launch their business from the book. We kind of did it opposite, where we've had years of experience helping thousands of people get control of their weight, which can be a struggle in different oh situations of their lives. Oh,
0: my God. I mean, I think it is such a struggle. So mm-hmm. many people struggle with that.
1: Yeah. 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 And sometimes for us, some of us, it's a struggle between our ears, and sometimes it's a <laughs> metabolic struggle, and sometimes it's a hey, every time I pass the French fries to the kids, I'm taking four or five of them and that, oh, that yeah. adds up too. And so it's all, it's a very A combination
0: thing. of all three of those things.
1: Yeah, it's all of it. I mean, we, there's a part in the book where we talk about like, it actually literally is easier than rocket science. The Wall Street Journal published a, an article, I don't know, a couple of years ago, just saying like, losing weight actually is harder than rocket science because rocket science is rather predictable. The laws of physics are pretty set in stone, but like, an 18-year-old athlete is different than a postmenopausal woman. So, like, what they each need to, to fuel their bodies successfully are, are so different.
0: Right. Bio individuality. We mm-hmm. were just chatting about this. Your your wife is. Uh, you guys are expecting a baby in March, and just like the pregnancy pregnancy alone differs from ev- from person to person. Totally. Totally. And it's yeah. somewhat. I mean, pretty unpredictable. I think. Mm-hmm. So so, give us a little background on you know what kind of work are you doing in your clinics that, that, that feeds into the book.
1: Well, you know, we're really coming at things from a perspective of everybody is different. And so we should really try to avoid putting everybody in this kind of one size fits all cookie cutter style diets. You know, we hear about keto, somebody's Mm -hmm. selling us bars and shakes over here. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why would I get the same thing as a pregnant lady? Why would my Mm -hmm. body need the same thing as a postmenopausal person? And so we really uh, are able to use some technology and some science and, and different proven approaches to really understand not just what the body needs to fuel itself well to lose weight, but also how do we bring balance and harmony back to the metabolism Mm. with using some of the technology that we have available um, to really understand how do we bring harmony back to that so that you can go back to enjoying food and you know being a foodie and eating a carb from time to time right without fearing like oh no am I just gonna spiral out of control and so many folks are that way you know they can lose weight so effectively cutting carbs or killing themselves in the gym but the moment that routine takes a sidestep because you travel or you daydream about a donut the weight comes right back on and you're like yeah it's not sustainable All right not sustainable yeah
0: yeah so when you're talking about like the technology and the approach that you take with people what is what does that look like
1: so we use a couple different pieces of technology in our office, um, and and they're they're designed really to give us more information. So they're not mm. you know silver bullets, but they yeah. give us more of a roadmap and to help us remove the guesswork out of what foods does your body re- have the higher coherence with or or respond mm. best to for weight loss, um, as well as you know where maybe the the gaps uh, kind of in your micronutrient landscape that may benefit your metabolism. So you know divorce illness Mm. injuries surgeries menopause like all of those things birth of kiddos have a have a drastic impact on your hormones and thus your, your metabolism and things like that and so for a lot of us we go through those life events and then we notice our body starts to change and and the technology really helps us see hey this body's maybe missing some digestive enzymes and could benefit from that this person's been under a ton of stress and needs an adrenal support and so these Mm. you know micronutrients would be best and so we can oh my god i need
0: such an adrenal support right now yeah i i
1: really do you've been through some stuff (laughs) yeah yeah
0: oh my god we'll have to talk (laughs) later about what i can do
1: Yeah. And so, I mean, even, you know, I was even just thinking about about that. I just got back from the gym and I'm trying to do a little bit more hit hit training, like high intensity. And I just know some of the stress that I've been under over the last couple of years of starting our practice and things like that. I My body just doesn't respond well to, to hit training because I think mm. I'm already in like a fight or flight. Like I'm kind of already yep. wired to be a little bit high energy. Yep. So getting my heart rate super high consistently may not actually be best for my nervous system. And I do really well with like like lower long like slower runs or like Ooh, yeah. weightlifting, and so everybody's different is kind of yeah. really the point
0: yeah so how do you how do you assess that like if someone's coming into you and maybe they're not as self-aware as you or they don't have the experience to say hey you know i have been under a lot of stress i don't think this is going to work for me how how do you determine
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of it, there's a, we couple uh, the technology that I just Uh mentioned and and kind of the roadmap that we're putting in front of you with a very heavy kind of accountability and coaching um, Mm. path. So some of the things we're talking about right now are not in the book, like the book doesn't yeah. come with a year's worth of coaching. Right, it doesn't right, come right. with the technology, but there's a lot of just beautiful pillars and, and tips and tricks and stories in the book that you'll get a lot of value from. But our, our, our practice really revolves around then sitting down with a coach every single week. You're texting into our, into our office every single day and our goal and the most successful clients we have are they really students of their body, they're students of their mind, they're students mm-hmm. of our approach to really understanding like, wow, my body really responds well to like higher fats or my body responds yep. better with higher carbs and or I really like this and not like that. And so, so who would you say is the,
0: like the intended audience for this book? Is it someone that, you know, wants to lose an easy 10, someone that has struggled with their weight their whole life? Yeah, you know,
1: our, our audience are folks really who feel like they've tried everything or they've read all the books and they're just like ready for a path. I think there's so much good information out there, but it's in a lot of heady books and things that maybe we're not gonna sit down and read. And I, I have half these books and they're huge. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think we do a, a good job of Putting things in story form where it actually flows more like a book that you want to read rather than, a oh, shoot, I just got assigned a, you know, a book project in college. again. Yeah, or, right. You're um, like AP
0: biology again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and to really kind of put together a path of like, do this, start here, uh, and then see, see where it takes you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So when you say this is the last weight loss program you'll ever need, why do you think this is the last one?
1: Um, I think for a couple of reasons. I mean, the big part is we're getting you back to a sustainable eating rhythms because they're like I mentioned, there are a lot of really good programs out there, but mm-hmm. you end up going back to enjoying regular foods and you feel like the weight just comes back on because we've never mm-hmm. actually fixed the metabolism. And so our premise is that and one of the things we say most often to folks once they're through the more structured weight loss parts of our program is please don't fear food. Your yeah. body can trust that it the metabolism is doing what it needs to do. It can enjoy a, uh, a donut from time to time mm-hmm. or a, a night out. Yeah. And, uh, and it's not gonna just spiral out of control. And so right. if we can fix the metabolism, give you a roadmap to knowing what foods are best for your body to go back to if you do get a little bit off, off track yep. and then find some accountability. And we outline how to do that in your regular life in the book you know, we feel like that's, that's more than, more than half yeah. the battle right there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So what's going on with the metabolism, you know, why so much emphasis there and maybe even like peeling it back a step to say, like, what is our metabolism? Well,
1: yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's the question. I think we hear it it's so We often. hear it all
0: the time. And it's so easy to be like, oh, I have a slow metabolism or it must just be my metabolism. But you're like, what is yeah. that what actually? Is yeah. In
1: short, <laughs> it is just your, how your body uh, uses energy, how efficiently okay. it uses energy. So you remember when we were kids, we could eat whatever we want and we don't gain an ounce because yeah. our bodies are growing, they're replicating cells, everything's happening. And so your cells are just moving around and they're doing everything they need. Well, as we go through stresses, we have inflammation, inflammation. All of that starts to take a toll and your body becomes less and less effective at, at utilizing energy. And, mm. and so your metabolism slows and it slows because we start declining, age. declining yeah. muscle mass as we yeah. age. And um, again, you know, different environmental toxins and hormonal shifts and neurotransmitters changing yeah. and all of that stuff. And so at the end of the day, it's, you know, how effective it, does your body use the energy or the you know the calories that you're putting into, into the body? Right. That can be remedied or kind of reversed to some degree and our you know our, our take is nutrition's a huge part of that right right and we all know a lot of folks that we see them at the gym all the time and they're killing themselves. they're working way harder than i do every single day and it doesn't look like they're losing any weight
0: yes yes i've seen that, I, that I, i've been in that position too myself mm-hmm, where you're mm-hmm. like hey, if i just work out more if i double up on days yeah. if i do more cardio and then it's like nothing's happening right, right. i'm just tired
1: and so nutrition is a big piece of that. And I think yeah. oftentimes when we're stressed, which most of us are, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we go and put ourselves under more physical stress in the gym, thinking it's going to be the, you know, the end all be all. Mm-hmm. Our body's like, what is happening? And it just starts to say, well, I'm in a state of chaos. I'm going to start slowing down the metabolism because I don't know when my next meal is going to come. I don't realize yeah. that there's a, you know, grocery store in every single corner. And right. so it goes to this fight or flight place and our, you know, and we're not, we're not utilizing yeah energy as effectively as we should
0: yeah it's kind of that same concept right where our body doesn't understand like uh, receiving an email right this is not an imminent threat this is not a tiger chasing us but Mm -hmm. our bodies will have that same response and reaction to like oh shit, I might just get eaten.
1: <laughs> yeah, blood blood flow starts going to your big muscle groups because it's ready to fight or flee, right? Yeah. And so it stops going to your digestive system mm. and it stops pulling nutrients from your intestines and all of that stuff starts to downregulate because we're in this fight or flight because mm. of the email from your boss yeah. uh, with yeah. an ambiguous, hey, can we meet? And you're like, oh shoot. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah it, it would do that over 30, 40, 50 years and you can see why it feels like, wow, I'm 40 pounds heavier and it doesn't feel like I can do what I used to and just cut beer on the weekends and lose five pounds anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's really just all centered around how our bodies are are using energy and whether like, are we doing that efficiently or are we not?
1: Yeah. And everybody's different. Like when I remember when my wife, Danae went through the program and she, she was on the biometric device that, that we have, it showed a lot of things around her digestive system, which wasn't Mm -hmm. really that big of a news to us. Like we knew she was having some digestive issues, but those were the things that this technology was showing, Hey, these are what, what's affecting her her metabolism. Whereas me, it's an adrenal support, cardiovascular support, because I tend to be more of a stress ball, right? Mm. Um, and everybody's Same. different. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So ha- there, I- I'm assuming, right? There's a lot of different ways, or a lot of different approaches that you can take to kind of get your metabolism back on track. So you know, nutrition's probably a big piece, but maybe like hormone regulation, stress management, all of those are contributing yeah. factors.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think the kind of layup pieces for for me, if I'm just saying here's where to start, it's hydration, proper hydration and Mm. micronutrients. We hear a lot about macros and that's fine to count your macros, but I don't think we hear enough about micronutrients. What's, What's going on with micronutrients? your body needs all of these phytonutrients and beautiful kind of life-giving elements that you find in plants and most of mm. us we think we eat salad but it's like a small little side salad like come to my house and i'll right. show you what a salad looks like because it's like yeah. massive right <laughs> um big ass salad yeah yeah yeah. getting just yeah. a lot of li- and we all most of us know what life-giving food is and and what you know we know is like i i think i trick myself and be like oh this is healthy it's farm to table but it's like okay at the end of the day that's like a you know, an egg sandwich with bacon and a piece of bread, which is completely fine. But like I'll trick myself into be like, well, it's farm raised and yeah, (laughs) hormone free. So it's super healthy. I'm like, "Yeah." yeah, yeah.
0: Do you see any kind of trends or themes with the different people you've worked with that? Like, oh, my gosh, as a society, as a culture, we are really deficient in this these particular micronutrients Or like this is something we all could could work and be better on.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think one of the ones that may surprise most folks is hydration. I think especially Just probably water. Some of you, yeah, your listeners are probably like, I drink enough. Like, I've got a gallon, you know, a gallon jug here that yeah. I sip on throughout the day and try to get yep. maybe one or two of those. But most of us are putting that underneath, uh, you know, a filter that we have in our home, which filters out all the bad stuff, right, which is oh, good. Shit, yeah. But it also out filters out all of the trace minerals that our body needs to effectively absorb that hydration. So we have a oh, lot of folks gosh. coming in. They stand on our one of our pieces of technology and like, how am I dehydrated? I drink tons and tons of water. Well, it's because that water doesn't have the trace minerals or electrolytes that it, that your cells need to really draw that water into the cell. And when that when your cells are dehydrated, even if you're drinking enough water, it's just going right through you, not getting into the cells. The metabolism d- can't do what it's designed to do. Oh my all, gosh! All so your metabolic ha- processes start and end in the cell.
0: Oh, so what do we do? You got to get a, some certain kind of water. Is there a good kind of water? I'm yeah, I mean, there's right some now. good like
1: there's good store bought waters, or you just find a like a low sugar or no sugar, like electrolyte additive or trace trace mineral additive.
0: Okay, okay. And put
1: in your water. Mm-hmm. Yep. All
0: right, that's helpful because that is frightening to me because I drink at least a gallon a day. Like that's my yeah. baseline. That's like where I need to be mm-hmm. every day. But then if <laughs> if I'm still like, how do I? I need. Mean, I don't know. I don't feel dehydrated. But I guess you got to. And you may of the not. I mean, so, so yeah.
1: pink salt I mean, a lot of people are hot on pink salt. Himalayan pink salt has 90 trace minerals in it. So using that on your food. I use uh, that. Beautiful. Yeah. Eating a lot of plants, trace minerals yeah. in plants. Um, you know, so the, the trace mineral additive for your water is, is, you know, a little hack for maybe some of mm. us who don't love veggies as much or aren't using the pink salt, but pink salt's mm-hmm. a great, a great way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So we know that. waking gain can, can, can absolutely take a physical toll right we know all of the associated diseases and illnesses but the emotional stress Mm. of gaining weight we used to mention like between the ears what's going on there you know just like thinking of oh shoot i'm gaining weight okay now okay i need to lose it like that stress alone of like how do i do it there's so much information out there i'm trying i'm trying i'm trying i'm failing like that Mm -hmm. is so stressful it can be as bad as carrying around the extra weight. Totally. How do you address that kind of internal conflict associated with weight gain and, and trying to lose weight?
1: You know, I think for us, I mean you're not wrong. I mean it's so frustrating where it feels like I'm I'm trying and I step on the scale the next day and it doesn't seem to be moving or it's moving so slow and that just yeah. feels like I'm stuck in this loop. And then we're just, you know, so many of us are judgers. We're judging ourselves. We're, you know, just judging what we ate or what we didn't eat or what we did on the gym or didn't do and it, it it's exhausting right right and, do, and we, we we want instant gratification yeah we, we want
0: do. week over week a pound two pounds mm-hmm. consistently we want linear progress mm-hmm. we want to say I started here I'm going here like it's just yep a straight line, which, totally. which we know it doesn't happen.
1: You know, I think I think giving yourself clarity, so having a plan in place where you're like, mm-hmm. I'm working on my plan and I know that this is beyond just the pounds, that I'm, yeah. I'm fueling myself well. We know that it is really frustrating when you're trying to lose weight and you're not, because I, I think that uh, the studies show that like a typical dieter may plateau for like three to six weeks at a time. And I don't know about you, but like, I can't keep doing something if I'm not seeing something in three to three to six yeah. weeks without No, results. it's really hard. So our program, we actually, and one of the reasons we ask you to text in every day is because you should be seeing about a pound to, to two pounds for some folks a day.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. And okay. So these are, obvi- these are people that have like, you know, what, 20 plus pounds to lose? What, yeah. Some what, folks are, yeah. yeah, it's
1: between 10 and a hundred. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So wow. we got abbreviated plans, but, but, um, one of, one of our readers actually kind of Texted in. He's got. He's got my number. He's a a friend of mine, and he's like, I'm down 11 pounds in about seven days. Holy shit! Yeah, and he's like, he's like, I wasn't hungry. I'm sleeping better, and we really kind of stress body composition, so it's not just water weight or things like. We're having you step on a biometric device that shows us that this is fat you're losing, and if it's not, Mm -hmm. we're making some adjustments because I think the alarm bells for a lot of us go off and be like, whoa, a pound a day or a half a pound a day. That seems like, are you sure that's healthy? And uh, the way that we're approaching things and from this anti-inflammatory type approach, mm. you know, I would argue can be, can be actually su- sustainable over short, short stints of time. So, yeah. you know, between yeah. 20 and 40 days we say is, you know, put yourself through the paces and you'll see significant results.
0: Right. Right. Okay. So have a plan going in, know that it's not just about the weight, it, it, it's just about like the The pounds on the scale you know keep you kind of moving consistent um
1: i think affirmations so like we do include affirmations we we say hey choose from this list or make up your own but that's part of your daily rhythms on our program and we get into that that in the books in the book um there's a a story of a woman named casey her i think her brother-in-law lost like 120 pounds with us refers in like all of his family and friends and so casey came in and she uh, I just loved her mindset going into our program. So many folks come in with like, so much self shame or judgment, mm-hmm. or I'm ugly or whatever, just speaking to themselves in a way that we would be appalled if, like, you know, we would never think to speak to our kids that way or our loved yeah. ones that way, but we speak to ourselves so harshly. But oh, she yeah. came in with this mindset, just so beautiful, that I actually asked her to kind of write it up for me so I could put it in the book of just, like, this place of, like, self-love, of, like, asking, like, am I nourishing myself today? Like, why am I doing this? Well, I I want energy to play with my kids, and I'm an entrepreneur, and I need to be able to put in 12-hour days from time to time, and I want to be around for my grandkiddos and to walk, you know, have the first dance with my son when he gets married and those type of things. I think for a lot of folks can be very motivating if you keep those front of mind of, like, here's your why. Here's why Mm -hmm. you're doing this. Mm -hmm. And it's more than just looking good in a bathing suit.
0: Yes, right, because that is fleeting. That's not going to be around. Mm -hmm. Right. But yeah, when you have gravity that, wins like, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> totally, and like like as it should, right? We are going to age mm-hmm.
1: if we're lucky. If right. we're
0: lucky, we will get older, and mm-hmm. you will not really care about what your twenty five year old self looked like in a bathing suit. Right. Um, you you mentioned the piece about getting inflammation down. How important is kind of controlling inflammation when it comes to losing weight?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, the more and more I research and listen to podcasts know, on, on inflammation too. is just like, it's like it, it kills you. It, it just is, literally kills it really you. Is. It, it's the core of so many diseases, chronic diseases. I mean, they're now calling, uh, dementia and Alzheimer's, uh, you know, diabetes type three, which uh, di- oh. you know, diabetes is a blood sugar I- yep. issues. And, and, you know, inflammation is all kind of part of that. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, we outline in the book, you know, here are some kind of layup ways to remove inflammation from your diet. Our, our, our approach, kind of in the more structured part of it, is an anti-inflammatory type approach. And then when we're adding foods back in, we're very sensitive to what's your weight doing? Because that can oftentimes be an indication of inflammation. Um, mm. and how, you, how do you feel? You know, your body, yeah. when it's been on an anti-inflammatory type approach for 20 or 40 days, it's going to know when you put something in there that it doesn't like. Yeah. Um and just sugar tends to be at the, you know, like process I was going to say
0: what yeah, what what causes inflammation? Sugar for sure.
1: Yeah, it's just hard on hard on your body, yeah. you know, What yeah. your pancreas has to do to release insulin and there's some actually I could send some a really great um podcast by the folks who do the Whoop bands. I don't know if you're familiar with the Whoop band. Oh, I
0: want a Whoop band so badly. I've I've been it's like on my list now for months and months. I really want to be able to just to track recovery. It's amazing. Because that is I think the the biggest piece that I struggle with is like, okay, does my body need to rest, or am I just being a little bitch like do I need to get like do I need to get up and go, or do I actually need to sit my ass down like right. yeah, I, and totally. just to have this objective approach, just mm-hmm. to be like, nope, recovery is at twenty five percent all right, you're not gonna go crazy yeah. today i'm
1: i'm am tw- i I'm like twenty days in, fifteen days in, and i'm I'm loving it so far. Um, I've also, to, to that point of just like, gosh, should I be resting? Should I be, am I being a big baby? Like, yeah. <laughs> I think, um, I've had many of those conversations being in the rugby world. It's like, you get hurt on the pitch and you're like, ah, oh, don't be it. Don't be a right, coach, Right. On. Right. Um, but, uh, I've really had to, in my old age of mid thirties, had to like reframe like what I count as workouts. So like yeah. foam rolling session and Theragun, that is a workout. Oh now. yeah. Like, no, that's Ron what Wad I need to be doing more of, for sure. Workout, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well I think it's hard once you you you've come from this competitive athletic mindset for so long where you are taught like, hey, you push through. If it hurts, don't mm-hmm. care, keep going, you have to work hard. And and maybe that's all well and good for when you're young and you have a goal and you're on a team, whatever. But then, like you said, yeah, we get to our thirties, it's like, do I have to push so hard? <laughs> like, is that really mm-hmm. what I need? How do I yeah. balance it? And it's hard to turn that off.
1: I think it's listening, learning to listen to your body and the same oh, way. Yeah. It sounds like you're learning or oh, you're my! Kind of it's, of my yeah, it's the like, lesson of my life. It's the like, lesson of my life. Emotionally, what are, are what are our bodies and emotions telling us? Like physically when we're working out, like I you know, I was listening to a couple of I've listened to the, the Ellen uh Ellen Wit Whitley? Yeah. Woman. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. Great. Sounds like you guys have a blast. Yes, we do. You guys are talking about uh, working out with this Johnny guy and doing the stair- Oh yeah. Stairs workouts. Yeah. I'm like that would sound fun. But like, how would I feel after that? You know, like <laughs> I, I, maybe there'd be seasons where I'd feel really good and there's seasons where I'd have to be like, I'm pulling back and I'm going back to the, like, you know, yeah. Like slow state cardio. No, for, go, sure. Yep. for sure. For
0: mm-hmm. sure. And, and that's how I've, I've started to approach working out now. I was not in that place before, but then just like, The stairs now for me like I have learned to crave them Mm -hmm. like I'll I'll be it might also have something to do with the fact that I go see a chiropractor and movement specialist I've got a a tight right hip situation happening likely because I tend to front load my foot and what is running up and down the stairs absolutely Mm front-loading your foot and so Mm -hmm. he was like we should try to you know, limit, I'm not telling you you can't run, I'm not telling you you can't do anything, but maybe, you know, don't go crazy on the mileage, this and that. So this may be just a situation of like, I'm being told I shouldn't do something. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, well, that's exactly what I want to yeah. do. But I, I, before I was like, the stairs sounded terrible to me and I thought they were too hard and didn't want to do it. And now I'm like, okay, I can do I,
1: it. I love that. And that, I mean, back to the mindset stuff, like there's a actually a part of the book where uh, I mentioned, like I so the last couple of years, I've been running marathons and oh. Um, See, right, I that hear would,
0: that and I'm like, no way.
1: That's, well, when COVID happened and the gym shut down, I'm like, I maybe go for runs because I've always only ran for athletics. I've always thought people who do cardio are like silly. I'm like, that's not that effective. Like, why would yeah. anybody like doing this is so miserable. And I would come home after these runs and I would just complain about how much I hated it. And Danae, I think just got sick of hearing me complain. And she's like, seriously, you need to change your language about this or you need to quit. Yeah. And so I started changing my language about it. And I legitimately can say that, but just by changing how I talked about running and who I like identified as a runner, I feel like I'm now, I'm a runner. Like, oh, I've yeah. run You're, two marathons and like... You are a runner. Yeah. You are definitely a runner. That
0: just circles back so nicely to what we're talking about, like how we talk to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this thing? It was going around the internet. I don't know when, but it was basically, they. I think they took like two apples and they had one apple where... Someone over I don't know thirty days forty five days spoke like very kind words to it and and said nice things and then they had another apple where they just basically talked shit to it mm-hmm. and like the decay was different
1: yeah, yeah. like yeah. that's I, crazy so crazy I'll get I'll one up that one there was a study that they did where they took uh, con- uh, two groups of folks. kind of controlled for as many variables as it could. They gave one, one group, uh, they go both groups, the same milkshake. They told the one group that this was a health shake. And they told the other group that this was a terribly unhealthy milkshake. Mm -hmm. And the group that was drinking the, the health shakes lost weight. The groups that were drinking what they thought was milkshakes uh, gained weight. And it's just like the power of your mind, uh, you know, that paints a picture of just like the power of our mind. And uh, yeah, to the apple thing. I've heard I've heard that too. I don't, you know, I haven't looked into it, but I, you know, I believe there's there's definitely ha- how how we think affects our ourselves and I I, yes. mean, I don't think it's implausible how it could affect, you know, other other beings.
0: No, I know. I think about that all the time. If I start acting unkind to myself, mm. I like think about that apple and I'm like, "You don't want to decay faster, do you?" Yeah. No, be nice to yourself.
1: That's right. That's right. So
0: we want people to read the book, obviously. I know there's a lot of like really great inspirational um, success stories, but do you have maybe just a, a favorite or or one that was particularly impactful to you that you'd like to share? Maybe it was a snippet or
1: something from the book. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think there's um, there's an individual in the book that we talk about, and his name's well, it's not his real name, but in the book, his name is Larry, uh-huh. um, and. Larry came as one of those guys who's a little bit skeptical, actually way, way skeptical when he sat down in the office with us, um, but was at that point where he had been diagnosed with diabetes, kept telling his doctor he would do something about it himself, and, and finally the, the, the triggering event for him when I asked him, like, what's changed in your life that's caused you to come to, to revitalize today? Uh, he's a car enthusiast and he couldn't get into these like antique cars oh, that he has expo- that were made oh. for like smaller people, like when, yeah. you know, model T's were made. And he's like, I couldn't move the steering wheel cause it kept hitting my stomach. Um, and just seeing how he took to the program and was so diligent and saw such great re- response and went into remission of his type two diabetes and has just like transformed his life. And the wow. funny thing was, it wasn't the, hey, you've got diabetes, bud. It was the, like, this is impacting my, like, one of my favorite things in yeah. life. And I think for some of us, we think, oh, well, if I got that big diagnosis, then I'll do something. Or if, But really, I think if we slowed down enough to realize... Like wow, I'm, I'm like not going on walks with my wife even when mm-hmm. she's inviting me because I just am so exhausted, yeah. or because my ankles and knees hurt, or uh, every time uh, my little you know granddaughter wants me to get on the ground with her. I, I don't I don't do it because I'm like I unless I'm by a piece of furniture that I could help myself up. And if we were a little bit more aware of like how is the weight actually affecting my day to day living and my quality of life, mm-hmm. we may not get you know, we may take action a little bit a little bit sooner um and, and make it a little bit more sustainable. That's what I loved about Larry's yeah. story.
0: Oh yeah, that's a great story. That just makes me think too, do you see a lot of people coming in that have been diagnosed with metabolic conditions like diabetes that can come in kind of I don't, you, I don't know if you can technically reverse them but what you say you put them into remission is that yeah I
1: don't that know is? if that's the technical term but yeah we yeah so folks who come off their metformin and they're they're all of that and I um, mean you know, they're we have a lot of folks who are, you know, metabolically. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the definition is if you got like three or four of these biomarkers, like BMI, okay. weight circumference, um, you know, blood sugar, uh, blood pressure, triglycerides. Yeah. That multiple of those are out of range. Yeah. Um, and then we have a lot of folks who are like, "Hey, I know my family history, and I know Ooh, yeah. I can see where I'm going if I don't get this get this remedied." Um, so, yeah, we have. A yeah. Lot. Oh, we I- have folks who just want to. Hey, they're like, I, I know where I like to be weight wise, and I'm having trouble getting there myself need the accountability and the coaching
0: yeah yeah for sure I I love to hear those stories too because I think for so many people they can you can get a diagnosis like that and you're like oh my gosh like this is what I live with I take medication for the rest of my life this is is my death sentence or whatever and then it's like no we can we can get the body back again you know yeah and it's a shame it's
1: a shame on one hand that there's not more doctors and folks kind of in the Western medical world who are showing clients that that you don't just have to take a pill you yeah. there you have some agency over this um that isn't a death sentence necessarily and it's also really encouraging because the, there's a lot of doctors that we do work with who mm-hmm. are like they're for their clients and not just for like like larry's doctor like he was a doctor the the milwaukee brewers and the phoenix suns It's how we met uh, met him and he I, just his practice his name's dr feel it's just amazing to see mm-hmm. how selfless he is and where he's probably giving up dollars Uh, in the short term for scripts he's not writing anymore Mm -hmm. for knowing that like hey you know I'm going to get this guy and his family and we're going to make sure that they're healthy for generations yeah Um, but he's playing the long game and that's super encouraging when I come across like that
0: that is for sure well I think we've touched on this a couple of times but just to kind of wrap it kind of put it in a bow on it why why do you think that this book or, or what makes it different than all these other kind of healthy lifestyle books out there you know how does it compare? What makes yeah, it
1: different? You know, I think I think there's so much good information out there. And I think when we were starting writing this book, we did question like, is this just going to be another book? I think if you grabbed our book, if you grabbed a handful of other just like tried and true books off the shelf and stuck to it, um, they're all going to work. Or you'll yeah. find one eventually that works for you. I think the way that we have run our practice and the way that we've structured our program pulls the best from a keto approach without the inflammation. It pulls an, an anti-inflammatory whole food approach, but without the structured strictness where you can never have carbs or processed mm-hmm. food ever again. And there's so many elements that I feel like we kind of sit at the middle. I had a client say, he's like, if you look at all of these different things I've tried, Revitalize, and the the program you'll find in Fear No Food, it sits right at the middle of this Venn diagram. And mm-hmm. I think that's, um, you know, you could you could read five or six textbooks or nutrition books and and get all of it or you could read, you know, the 210 pages of our book and and cut right to the chain. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. for sure.
0: I don't think we we really kind of circled back to this, though, Dan, but why what made you want to get into this work to begin with? Like what what kind of made you want to help people through? nutrition and, and just like overall health and wellness?
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of been a roundabout journey. So, I mean, I've always been into nutrition and fitness for myself, uh, partly because of athletic and just seeing how um, that translated to the athletic field and just how my body felt and looked. Yeah. Um, and also just seeing a lot of family members and friends who did struggle mm. with their weight um, and just the the toll that that took within, you know, those different, different circles. Um, but also I had actually left the business world pretty jaded mm-hmm. at one point. I, m- I moved to the Dominican Republic. My wife and I were working for a, a Christian nonprofit, um, down there running a school. Ryan actually came to, to, oh, to, yeah. to hang me, he was he, our first visitor, I think. He
0: like loves to tell the story about him climbing up that waterfall. Like that is like the yeah, one piece awesome. I remember from yep. the trip.
1: You're just, you're just living in nature out there. It was yep. awesome. Um, and, and got to really connect with a lot of folks who I felt like reshaped the way that I viewed business, and seeing that um, there is a place for business in the world to advance the common good and help people flourish, and it's not just mm-hmm. about profit, but it can really yeah. be about people. And so I saw um, th- this space as one that I could be really passionate about, but also a way that I could I feel like redeem or be part of redeeming a really icky uh, yeah. industry that focuses a lot about body shame and yeah. you know looking better in a bathing suit and right. you know we're just like, hey, like you're short not, fixes, short yeah, term. Yeah, you're not your weight. Yeah. What, no matter what you think, uh, right? You know, you're not whether you eat carbs or not, like, you are a beautiful person. And mm-hmm. we want you to be well nourished and have a healthy vessel to live this life in. And that's really kind of what we're about and trying to get that out to the world.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's great. So you spend so much time helping other people take care of themselves. What do you do? What are some of your Necessary, required, non-negotiable forms of self-care that allows you to show up in a way that you need to show up.
1: Mm. Yeah, showing up. I love that that term. Um, you know, I I just remember in in like collegiate athletics, just I I'd play so much more confidently if I felt like I prepared throughout the week. And I kind of mm. feel like I kind of feel that way in in life too. That like if I feel well rested and that I've had the nutrition that I need and I've moved my body purposefully, I'm just better all around but for me it is kind of a holistic approach so i mean sleep tends to be kind of one of those central pieces that if that's off, it's so important yeah we it,
0: don't want it to be because we want it to be the thing we're like i can stay up later or mm-hmm. i can get up earlier i don't need to waste this time sleeping and it's yeah. the most important thing
1: it is i mean everything can stem from that every good thing can stem from that
0: yep it, i know i feel I, I can i will feel totally different waking up after Seven, eight hours of sleep, for, like, or five or six. Like, I'm a different person.
1: Yeah. And you throw alcohol in there and you like oh, wait, till, wait till you get your whoop. You're going to be like, whoa, look at I don't, how this affects oh, me. Sh- I don't know. I'm not yeah. going to like that. Yeah, I'm not going to like that.
0: I will. I listened to a podcast about sleep once and it was like basically like running through, like, you're literally killing yourself every, like, just contributing to an earlier death by not getting at least seven hours of sleep and if you're a person that thinks you don't need seven you're wrong because it's like the smallest percent of the population that doesn't need it and i just i can never forget that podcast Mm -hmm. so then every night if i'm out if i'm up till 2 a.m or like i'm just didn't get enough sleep i just keep them like i wish i could unlearn that fact because yeah they've done
1: these studies with kids where they sleep the private these kids to like four hours a night for like a full week and they measure their glucose Response to just regular eating, and it's vastly different than kids who are well rested. So, like their glucose variability, their just the spikes in their blood sugar are yep. so up and down versus yep. like kids who are well rested. And you talk about you know insulin resistance. You do that a whole life, you know, you're until your fifties and sixties, and you're like, wow, no wonder the yeah, end of you have insulin resistance. You're type two diabetic. Like it could just stem from sleep. Oh yeah, and people mm-hmm. think
0: like I, I know for me, I feel I have a pretty consistent approach to nutrition throughout the week like I I I know the amounts I know the types of food I, I know what makes me feel good I know mm-hmm. what I need to run to be like I'm not full I'm not deprived I'm like steady mm. state when I like drink then like dr- a night and then I don't get a lot of sleep my appetite is spiked totally and I'm craving like sugary mm-hmm. processed high carb foods yeah. I, I know that that's what happens
1: oh yeah Oh yeah. 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 So sleep's a big one for me. Um, nutrition, you know, I don't have super rigid rules, but like one of my, yeah, how do you is, eat? You know, it's pretty balanced. We eat a lot of, a lot of, uh, vegetables around yeah. here. So lots of veggies. Um, even if I'm eat, having some kind of quote unquote bad food and we don't like labeling food that way, Yeah. But kind of, mini- we you know, we try to stay minimally processed, but a lot of, a lot of veggies and then like moving, you know, moving my body purposefully and that changes season to season. So sometimes that's you know stretching and ramwad and foam rolling and sometimes that's you know killing it at the gym it really just depends on kind of what i feel like my body needs yeah and then the last one for me is kind of just kind of emotional and spiritual fitness and so that looks different i mean for me it's i follow jesus and so that's spending time in meditation christian meditation and prayer uh, emotional is i see a counselor every other week because i want to be a good partner and get better.
0: good for you gosh kudos kudos kudos
1: to you so there's kind of a holistic way of I feel really well prepared if I'm doing all of those things, and I try not to beat myself up too much if I'm if a couple of those balls drop right from time right. to time.
0: Right, mm-hmm. right, yeah. I've been trying. Um, I, I I've never really been able to land like a steady, solid meditation practice where I'm like sitting down, closing my eyes for 10 minutes, deep deep breath, all that. But what I've tried to do a uh, kind of a two pronged approach in the morning. I will just take time and I have like a, a beautiful view. I have like look out onto the city and it's beautiful and I just will like stand there for however long that like I, I, I have to just feel gratitude. Mm-hmm. Just to like think yeah. about what I'm grateful for and just like really soak it. In. And then it will just be, I'll try to make like whatever small moment I can mindful. So if I'm like mm-hmm. putting my socks on or like carrying laundry to the laun- like like stuff like that where you can easily just like rush through just to be like, yeah. okay, here I am doing this kind of mundane
1: mm-hmm.
0: task like this. I'm here doing it yeah, you like know, just to like drop in, in my body. Things. Yeah. yeah.
1: And there's, I think there's a, a physiological benefit of doing that and that I've not hacked either. And mostly my meditation, uh, yeah. I, I do meditation tapes. So I yeah. like, there's like some tapes that I like and I do those before bed and then um, yeah, I I think it's, it's hit or miss. I feel like there's been seasons where I found meditation to be super helpful from a kind of a mental stability standpoint. And then there's also seasons where I'm like, I feel like this is contributing to feelings of anxiety Mm, and and mm -hmm. things. And so I just kind of have to listen to what does my body need in this season? And I think we would all, um, benefit from just being like, what do I, what do I need? You know, not just like, oh, everybody's talking about this. I must jump on that train.
0: It sounds like you have, Made a lot of headway in in learning to listen to your body, but was it always that simple for you, or did you did it always click like that?
1: No, I'm an experimenter, and yeah, I think that's why Ryan and I kind of jammed yeah. a lot when yeah. he was like in a lot of his experimental phases. Oh like, yeah, yeah, I'm an experimenter and just seeing like what you know what what works for me, and then I just go on kicks. I'm I going you know super yep. kicks. Yeah, no, I know I
0: I'm totally that way too. I
1: love to like mm-hmm. go on a
0: kick. Like, yeah. does this make me feel better? Yeah. Do I like this? Yeah. Is it this way? Yeah, it's got kind of it like curiosity.
1: Totally. Yeah. Yeah. We should all yeah. be a little bit more curious in all of our oh, areas yeah. of life for sure. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. And so, I love that. That's the kind of the focus of of what you talk about here. Is just like fitness doesn't have to just be this like yo you got to go do CrossFit like oh it yeah is, no. it's this holistic thing and like what what do you do like what the no. fuck is it anyway right. you know what it's I mean that's
0: looking mm-hmm. at the sky and feeling gratitude and yeah. right. <laughs>
1: going to therapy and. Sleeping. <laughs> have you done seventy-five hard by chance? No, seventy-five it like, hard. It was like went on the internet, like random. We're gonna we gonna sound super old. I'm sure there's kids listen to this no. and be like, like, oh, where's one time this thing on the internet? Uh, it went around the internet, I think. But it was like basically, it's a seventy-five day challenge, and it's pretty strict. Where you're um, two workouts a day. One I have heard of up. this. I think. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wait, but go run through it. Yeah. Uh, run through full it. Full gallon of water. Um, you got to do a progress picture every day. No cheat meals. You have to stick to a diet. It doesn't matter what your diet is, but that can't include any cheat meals. No alcohol for 75 days, and some other things. You have to read a, 10 pages of a book and do some other stuff. And yeah, that was super cool. And I, I you did I, it. I, I did it, but I but but I was just like, well, you know, I want to I'm going to change this. Where like one of those workouts for me could be like meditating for 15 minutes instead right. of a second workout in the 114 degree heat, like. I'm gonna change some things around for like what is my what's fitness for me what's a workout for yeah. me um, and so yeah making some of those that's really
0: admirable and, and more than anything like that just takes some serious discipline
1: accountability I think I did it with a buddy or I probably would have bailed
0: for sure yeah mm-hmm. like I think of that and I'm
1: <laughs> that sounds what very sounds hardest difficult. what 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 part sounds no hardest alcohol. Yeah,
0: right. No alcohol. like everything else. I think I mean I could uh, two workouts a day That's no problem. Especially if you're like a walk is a workout like I'm already that wouldn't change reading fine Um, Sticking to a diet with no cheat meal that that would that would be Probably challenging and not pleasurable for that amount of time, but I could absolutely do it doable. Yeah Yeah, but the no drinking I mean of course I could do it. I've done like sober Mm -hmm. months. I've done dry months, whatever Mm -hmm but it
1: yeah, just doesn't it, sound that fun. I know, and that, <laughs> I, that's where I keep coming back to. There's, there's things that I've, I've really, I think that's the next thing that I kind of want to conquest is like, I just, there's part of me that really wants to give it up. There's also part of me that's like, I like some of the social aspects of yeah. having a few drinks. I don't think I ever overindulge, um, you know, compared to what, you know, the world standard is. But like, yeah. for me, I just like, I see the way it affects my sleep how I feel physically, how I recover. I can't get this whoop strap. I can't get
0: it. Yeah, it'll ruin you. It'll, it'll ruin, ruin you. me. Yep. Uh, yeah. yeah, no. It, well, if you don't, if you think that you don't overindulge, right, then if it's not like adversely affecting mm-hmm. your life, then you're like, yeah, well, this is a thing I enjoy, and I'm a mm-hmm. human, and it exists, and yep. here we are.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. But it's like, who am I nourishing? I think sometimes that's the question I should be oh. asking is like, is this a context in where I'm truly nourishing myself, or is it, and I don't know if I have an answer to that, but like, yeah. you know, because it is easy for me to go from, you know, a reasonable two drinks to maybe like more than I probably yeah. would yeah. have liked to have had, right? Yep, yeah.
0: Oh no, you're preaching so, to the choir. Yeah. Well, stay curious about it's it, Dan. Part,
1: part of being human, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: Always questioning. So, Dan, what does being fit mean to
1: you? Hmm, that's a good question. You know, I think for me, fitness is just feeling like I'm I'm being intentional and in how I'm fueling and moving my body
0: yeah that's I, I the simplest answers are usually the best yeah. I, I had one person that I just will never forget and I think about this all the time and his answer was just the best when I asked him what does being fit mean to you he said being exceedingly kind to myself
1: mm,
0: yeah. is isn't that just the best so I, ha- I like so good I like have it written down on a piece of paper on my desk just like mm. be exceedingly kind to yourself. Yeah. And if you're just yeah. always operating from that mindset when you mm-hmm. think about how you approach your wellness or your fitness like am I being kind to yourself to myself? And it simplifies everything.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm not a counselor and I don't play one on TV, but one of the things <laughs> I've learned through a lot of my work is just like really recognizing like there's like a little kid inside of you and mm-hmm. like seeing that as like, are you talking to this little kid the way that you would talk to like your, your kid, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's like, oh my gosh, my inner dialogue, when I really slow down to try to like vet out the stories I'm telling myself and the messages I'm sending to myself, it's just not good, yeah. you know? Right. And it's like, where does that come from? Like, where do we learn that this like critical nature towards ourselves um, yeah. but yet we still have so much positive regard and grace for others right uh, how do we you know how do we apply that like, to ourselves? yeah how do we too? reconcile that too
0: mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's the the thought people are always talking about like nurturing your inner child
1: hmm yeah. yeah
0: yeah it's interesting concept so Dan where can people get the book learn more about all that you're doing what's the best place where do we direct them
1: yeah, so you can get the book on Amazon's Fear No Food by yep. Dan LeMoyne and Dr. Nola Bood. Yeah. And um, you can find out more about us and the work we're doing at Revitalize at revitalizeweightloss.com. You can find yeah. about the book there. Um, there's a whole kind of splash page about the book there. And that's probably the best place.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll link everything to in our show notes so people have easy access. Thank you so much for the time tonight. I really appreciate it. It was good to catch up. It was good to see you.
1: So good to spend time with you, Chrissy.
0: Yeah. Uh, Good luck with baby on the way. Tell Danae I said hi.
1: Will do. Thank you so much.
0: I can't wait to see updates. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Good deal. Bye now. (laughs) Bye-bye.